Okay, people, so we are now starting part two, and you can get your, you know, your reviews before we bounce. So let's go. So I checked out the one on Netflix, right? I, I thought it was interesting, you know, especially coming off the back of Soulmates on Amazon Prime, you know, a few months back. You know, another show about a hidden strand of DNA that matched people up, gave people that perfect match, which, um, you know, how that's kind of crazy that these two shows hit around the same time, right? Now, this one, this one is based on a uh, a book, right? So, um, yeah, it's based on a book by uh, John Mars, also called The One. It came out in 2017. So, never read it. I do remember the cover. Right, as soon as I saw the cover, I was like, oh, yes, I remember seeing that all over the place. But yeah, never read it. So I have no clue how how closely the series sticks to it. But I can say I did not finish it. <laughs> I did not finish it. It just drove me insane. I was like, I can't do this. It is ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. Right, so, like, the concept itself is kind of similar to, like, a Black Mirror thing. And I feel, I feel there was an episode of Black Mirror very similar to it. Right? I might be wrong. I don't know. I feel there was. But, uh, yeah. So, we, we had this, right? And it is, you know, directed by Jeremy Lovering, Catherine Morshed, and Brady Hood. So Hood does two episodes, the other two do three each, right? So there's eight episodes. And, um, yeah, it is written by Howard Overman. You know, he's adapted it all. And wrote every episode, which I think that always helps with fluidity and all of that kind of thing. And so we have our main characters, Hannah Ware, who's play no, Hannah Ware plays Rebecca Webb, right? We've also got um, James Whiting, he's played by Dimitri Leonidos, um, Ben Nazir. Played by Amir El Masi. We've then got um, Damian Brown, played by Stephen Campbell Moore. Um, oh gosh, who are the other? Ah, Matthias Silva, played by Albano Geromino. We also have. Um, oh gosh, who are those people? It is, uh, oh man, there's like so many people. It, it gets a little like, uh, Mark and Megan, yes. So Mark Bailey, who's played by Eric 
Kofi Abrifa, his wife Megan, who's played, no, that's not his wife, <laughs> that, Megan is not his wife, his wife is Hannah, who plays by Louise Chimoba, and Megan is, mm, yes, she's played by Paval, Palabi Shara Sharda, Palabi Sharda, um, Holly, right, a police officer, played by Olivia Chenery, we then have, um, her match, as it were, Jana Perez, plays Sophie, right, so, yeah, there's all these characters and interconnections and all of that kind of shenanigans, so, um, basically, what is the show about, well, it is this, one simple mouth swab is all it takes, a quick DNA test to find your perfect partner, the one you're genetically made for, a decade after scientists discover everyone has a gene they share with just one other person, millions have taken a test, desperate to find true love, now five more people meet their match, but even soulmates have secrets, and some are more shocking and deadlier than others, dum dum dum, so I would say, you know, one thing that really separates this from soulmates is we're, we're following the, um, <clears throat> the organisation, we're following the organisation and the creators more in this one, right, so when we, we meet, the app has been, you know, the company, it's, it's been going for a good few years now, right, but we also jump back in time, so we jump back to the time they discover the gene, they, they make the, you know, process, right, so they're like, oh, this could be a thing, right, so we have that, and then we have the period of time when they're just kind of getting it up and running, right, so we're jumping back to three periods of time, essentially, you know, with slight deviations, but we're doing that, uh, I will say, right, so I think with eight episodes, certain revelations might come a bit too soon, you know what I mean, because I think when you see everything that transpires, like everything that has happened, it's a bit like, I don't see this going in a good way, so to know certain things, I think it's like episode, no, even in the first episode, we find out certain things, and you're just a bit like, I don't know, I don't know, but, you know, I, I think it would be fine if it was maybe six episodes, five episodes, a bit shorter, now, some of the other problems, <laughs> right, because I think, what, I got to episode, I think I was on episode six, when I was just like, you know what, no, I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this, I can't, <laughs> is, like, 
the decisions that get made, you have so, so many goofy decisions that just makes no sense, like, literally no sense, like, every time someone does something, you can think of, like, probably 10 things that would have been better, <laughs> 10 things that would have been better than what they do, you know, it's just insane, right, just insane, because, yeah, I think they seem to not think about the fact of, like, hacking information and being able to, like, you have these people that can do all of this stuff, but then it's like, um, you know, IPs, right, people tracking you and just simple things, or it's like, um, oh, if police investigations are going on and people hate you, you must assume that information is coming out, right, you, there's no way you can hide, especially if you go at people, you go at people in a certain way, they will not have your back, right, they will not have your back, so you just look at sort of things, you're like, say what, <laughs> like, huh, that's, that's not gonna go well, what are we doing, <laughs> no, it's weird, it's fucking weird, right, so we've got all of this, you know, you have the police, again, just doing insane shit, insane shit, and, you know, evidence, right, evidence they haven't looked at for ages, suddenly, it's still there, right, they're like, hold on, we could, oh, and you're just like, no one makes the leap from that to that. It does not happen. What are we doing here? Like, what are we doing? This is insane. This is stupid. Wait, so there's just way too much of all of that, right? And you just like, oi. <laughs> You're rolling your eyes like, nah. I don't buy it. I do not buy it. <laughs> Right, so yeah, is this, and one of the craziest storylines, and again, this happens at the very beginning, so there's no, you know, ooh, spoiler, no, that, that's not the spoiler, right, so they're a married couple, you know, our um, Megan, and no, I keep saying Megan, oi, Hannah, Hannah and Mark, right, they're married, they're happy, like, all their friends are like, oh my god, you're the perfect couple, you know, you're the perfect couple, so, it's one of those ones, right, where they're like, um, well, neither of us are gonna take this test, right, they're like, no, I love you, you love me, there's no need, but boom, so, you have her, Hannah, she, takes a bit of his hair, sends it to the company, right, and she tells her friend, oh, I wanted to make sure that I'd, like, know the things that, right, his whole thing was, if I meet the match, right, meet his match, find out what type of person she is, I can be more like her 
and that will ensure that we will always be together which is like what you know i think if you show them having issues right on the brink of splitting up maybe or something something you could go okay i kind of see it but when they are perfectly happy perfectly happy no issues at all it is the weirdest weirdest jump and then also bringing this person in like the way hannah brings her into the life you're just like for someone that doesn't want her to actually meet her husband you have created a funky situation a real funky situation it's just oh it's insane it really is insane right so yeah you have all of this stuff going on and you're just like okay right that that's our base right that's the foundation we're moving on so it is a weird crazy foundation and then the story makes all these other twists and turns till you're just like no <laughs> we have we have jumped the shark so many times like so many times you you're just like wait it's I can't, I, I, I can't believe this, <laughs> like, what are we doing, you know, like, some of the acting is very good, and some is a bit, mm, I'm not quite sure, right, so, our main, I'd, I'd probably say she's the main character, right, Rebecca Webb, you know, played by Hannah Ware, and Ware, I think, Ware does a good job of I think giving us this calculating, you know, cold person. So when she's businesswoman, you know, Rebecca, you kind of buy it. But when she's, oh, I'm out on the casual, you don't buy it as much, right? Some of the things that she does and says and like that side of things doesn't really doesn't seem to work as well right it's a bit like um you know batman bruce wayne some people are great batmans terrible bruce waynes or you get a great bruce wayne but just a terrible like val kilmer he made a oh no he was a rubbish bruce wayne Michael Keaton was a great Wayne. Yeah, actually, I think um, the one before Affleck, Bale, was it Christian Bale? He was a good both, right? Yeah, I feel he was a good, just the voice was rubbish. <laughs> the voice, oh my God. But yeah, I, I think that doesn't quite work, right? So everything just becomes more and more um, you know, just ridiculous. Right, the, the way the police get into people's heads, right? I mean, to get into someone's head, you usually have to say things a few times, right? To really just make them, you know, 
especially if they're a friend, right? If they're a friend, you'd be like, well, no, because they're a friend. So you have to really mess with things. On this one, you say one thing, right? Say one thing and someone's straight away like, hold on, did you? And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> you're like, what's happening here? How, how is this getting rocked so much? That's just, um? Uh, yeah, and we see this all the time. Even, you know, in the, the one organisation, right? Certain things, you know, they get messed around and played at, right? When um, the characters, supposedly, you know, they've been friends, they've done all this, and one person will say something. And it's just, even though it's something that didn't actually happen, right? That's one of the insane things. This thing doesn't happen, right? And you kind of think of it as like, well, yeah. I mean, having a contingency, right? Drawing something up in a certain way, that's just a scenario. So, I wouldn't, you wouldn't really blame someone for doing that. Now, it's, did they act on it, right? Because you're thinking, oh, were they getting pressured to do a thing? Hmm. But then they didn't. So, yeah, that shows the character not doing it. So, it, it's then weird the way these things get played out. And you're like, what? Who's buying that that's just oh, i don't know i don't know and with everything that's happened you just look at it and you go i look if if people come out of this in a certain way you cannot buy you like you this would be super unsatisfying because you're just looking at it like no, that's not going to happen. What the fuck are you telling us? Come on, man. No. No, not buying it. Right? So, yeah. It, it got so... I got so far in and I just couldn't. I couldn't. But here's the thing. I'd say, if you really liked Soulmates, I think... I think you'd enjoy this. Right? If you liked... um. Oh, gosh, there was something I watched that was similar to Black... It was trying to be Black Mirror, but it wasn't. And I'd say if you like that, you'll like this by Cora for the name of it. <laughs> so that's not helpful at all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I, You know, I think if you like things like Bones, right? If you like a series like Bones or, um, you know, I don't know those hokey shows, then I think this, this could be you, right, because it's just ridiculous, it's ridiculous, so I think that people, there's certain people that will love it, right, because of the, oh my god, they went there, you know what I mean, those, those soap opera fans, yeah, I mean, if you love a good soap opera, you would, yeah, I think this will work for you, so, um, yeah, it's the one. It's on Netflix. Yeah, if you read the original book, maybe you, you want to see it, right? 
but I don't know how closely it sticks to it, what changes or any of that, but, you know, I think if you loved a book, you might want to see, oh, I wonder how they, you know, show this on the small screen, so yeah, if you, if that's you people, it's on Netflix, so um, go have at it, alright, enjoy. <laughs> Okay, so I was racking my brain what to read this week. And, you know what, I've decided, because I'd kind of forgotten all about it, but I was going to go and do the um, Revenger series from Alistair Reynolds. So, the original book came out in 2016, and he then wrote two follow-ups, right? The last book coming out last year. So I was like, oh. I need to do that series, but I can't remember the first book, so I went back and listened to it, and I have to say, the stuff I did remember, I, you know, there was a ton of stuff I'd forgotten all about, so it was a good job that I did that, so it was narrated by Claire Corbett, and the gist is this, the galaxy has seen great empires rise and fall. Planets have shattered and been remade. Amongst the ruins of alien civilizations, building our own from the rubble. Humanity still thrives, and there are vast fortunes to be made, if you know where to find them. Captain Rackamore and his crew do. It's their business to find the tiny, enigmatic worlds which have been hidden away, booby-trapped, surrounded with layers of protection, and to crack them open for the ancient relics and the barely-remembered technologies inside. But while they ply their risky trade with integrity, not everyone is so scrupulous. Adrana and Furaness are the newest members of the Rackamore's crew, signed on to save their family from bankruptcy. Only Rackamore has enemies, and there might be more waiting for them in space than adventure and fortune. The fabled and feared Abosa Semen, in particular. Ooh, yes. Right, so, um... I've always been a fan of uh, Reynolds' work, right? He's, man, he's taught a ton, a ton of stories, right? And, yeah, I've really enjoyed all of them, you know? The Revelation Space Universe is, yeah, that is, is definitely a favourite. Definitely a favourite. Um... So yeah, Revenger. Now, unlike a lot of the previous stuff, this isn't connected. It's not the same universe. You know, this is something completely new. Which, um, yeah, it's never a bad thing, right? I mean, he has done some, um, you know, standalone novels and the like. But, um, yeah, this is a completely original little thing. So, um, people, I picked it up, and I enjoyed it, you know, I thought it was a, a, a very enough, 
sprawling tale, right? Because you've got the two sisters. So we have them and they're kind of, you know, trying to impress each other and all of this. But just the whole, you know, the way you navigate, reading the bones, the bone reader, right? All of that is pretty, it's weird. It's a little odd, but that's what riddles does. You know, hard science that is believable, right? There's a thing, he deals with a thing that's kind of believable. But this, you know, he's like, huh. Because they always say, you know, spirits linger and all of that. So, you know, it's, it's, it's not as far-fetched, really, I think, as the concept might seem. But, yeah, so you've got that and the ball balls. Right? That's what they call, you know, the, these old worlds with all this technology and treasure hidden away. So there's, yeah, all stuff like that, right? So, yeah, you've got the, these these two sisters. Now, their dad, they live with their dad. Their mum has died. And they used to be, they used to have more money. Now, they're definitely not hard up. Right? They're not in a terrible situation, but they used to be richer. And so they think, right, to help, well, kind of, <laughs> because you do kind of get the impression that, um, you know, some of it is more about looking for adventure, especially Adrana, who doesn't seem to really... Um, have her sister's best interests, you know, it's like, I want to do this, and eh, fuck it, I'm going to drag you along, you know what I mean, so there's all of this craziness that's happening, and then, Boza Semen, which, oh, as an ominous, you know, baddie, right, it is a pretty good one, right, it is, yeah, very creepy indeed, which does then make, I feel the, some of the actions towards the end of the book are a bit like, mm, really, is that what you're gonna do, right, I don't know about that, this is, I think, we get into that thing that, you know, often happens, right, so you, because, you know, Boza and Fiora are, and so, I mean, Adrana, even, Adrana and Fiora, so Adrana, I think, is, like, 16, and Fiora is 15, I think it's something like that, Adrana is slightly older, and, you know, you, you, whenever there's, you know, it's a thing that you find in stories with teenagers, yeah, you say, like, you, you come across all these older people with mad experience, you know, years of experience, but they never follow, you know what I mean, they never follow, and it's always, yes, they will know everything, and, you know, they, they can give us, you know, the orders, and, you know, it gets a little bit like, come on, man, Especially when things pretty much go to plan. It's always a bit like, oh, 
come on really you're, you're, you're giving us this you're giving us this oh man so yeah that is that i think that's the like it's not see this is the thing it's good i enjoyed the book but it's just i feel that part of it is a bit blech right because listen they do something shitty right and you always then have the you know the experienced people the older people would be just like you know what yeah you were kind of right it's fine like there's never the repercussions that you know always come from that kind of shit in real life right this ain't playing in real life <laughs> you know what I mean so it's, it just never runs true you can never come across this premise and just think yeah I believe this would happen just because the variables right because it's not a case of oh have you tried to adding that flavor to that dish I think it could work right like doing a mango salsa and someone saying have you thought about adding chilies no oh yeah that's terrible you know what I mean like all right yeah I think we can try chili oh my god this is incredible it works right it's never that right is it's always super high stakes if this goes wrong we die and it's just like no one no one is going with that no one's going with that and if someone gets put in that situation by that person oh shit it is on it is straight up on but yeah people get given a buy all the time and it's just like Oh, it's infuriating but um yeah <laughs> that's my pet peeve right that that's just the thing that irritates me about the book other than that though I enjoyed it I enjoyed it and I think the twist and I say yeah it's a like not the twist twist but then there's this other element that kind of gets dangled in front of you that is intriguing right i feel that's the big intriguing point for me you know because after, because especially with the way you know someone acted earlier in the book right so you're like ooh, that makes sense right i wonder what that means so yeah i'm really interested to see how that plays out uh, so um yeah I, I i will say that um corbett does a very good job with the narration enjoyed it i was in and um yeah i i would say look if you're a fan of his other stuff i mean if you're a fan of alistair reynolds as a whole you'll you'll dig this i also think like you know peter f hamilton fans they would dig it as well you know so yeah i am looking forward to checking out the other books because i haven't touched those right so i think it's 
Shadow Captain next. So yeah, I am looking forward to uh, jumping into that one at some point. Probably in the upcoming weeks. We will see. Okay, people. So, we have reached that time. We're at the end of another episode. But before we bounce, let's take a look and see what's happening in the world of TV. Alright, so we have got renewals, cancellations, all of that kind of shenanigans, right? NBC, they have just cancelled World of Dance, the Jennifer Lopez produced dance reality competition. But CBS, they've handed out a second season order to the Drew Barrymore show. Right. Um, also, Sci-Fi, they've handed out a second season for um, Resident Alien. You know, uh, the BBC, they've handed out a second season order for Borderlands. Right. And Stars, they've handed out a um, a seventh. That's right, seventh season. For Outlander, yes. So um, it's it's for this season. Well, the seventh, the new season will follow the book An Echo in the Bone. So um, yes, you have that, right? There's a lot of shit, people. That's crazy. All right. But what other stuff that is uh, going on? Right, so um, one of the rubbish features on Netflix, the shuffle feature, because listen, right, none of these streaming platforms can really suggest things you want to watch, right? Even though I've watched certain things, it will still <laughs> go. Hey, you might like. This and we're like, I have never, never watched anything as shit as that. Why are you throwing that at me? But anyway, Netflix have got it. So Amazon Prime, they're about to um, drop their own shuffle feature. So yay! <laughs> now this is a crazy one, right? So um, man. Remember back in uh, 2004, right? It was one of Dwayne Johnson's early films, but he made Walking Tall with Johnny Knoxville, right? Well, yeah, it's getting a remake, right? But this time, it's gonna be a TV series. Yes, so it's gonna be um, hitting the USA Network, and it is getting produced by David Ike. All right, so um, yeah. Now that isn't all, right? So in the uh, the rock version, which I think was a remake of a older film, right? But in the rock version. He played the sheriff. Well, in this new version, the sheriff will be female, and it's gonna be played by 
Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Charlotte Flair will be playing the cop. Huh. I don't, like, does she act? I don't know. I've not seen her in anything, but maybe that's what she wants to get into. But yeah, that's what they're doing, man. An odd one, but hey ho. Right? Hey ho. So, um, Killing Eve, right? That has been a huge success. Huge success. Well, it has just been announced that the show will be coming to an end. Ooh, yeah. The show's coming to an end, people. But don't worry. You still get one last season, right? The fourth season will be the last, right? I think they are um, thinking of spin-offs, you know, as they do with all of this kind of crazy. But yeah, Killing Eve, one more season. Hmm. <laughs> now, all right. So, in some other other news, right? Interesting news. So, uh, there are plans for an action adventure series starring Agatha Christie. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Yeah, I don't think you would have suspected Agatha Christie to be the um, the person that gets mentioned here. But, yep, that's the one. Right, so, um, actually, Agatha Christie is the most successful novelist, right? Most successful novelist of all time. Right, and listen, right, Hercule Poirot, you cannot beat Hercule Poirot, right? I read those books as a kid and the Miss Marple. I've never done the Tommy and Tuppence stuff, but yeah, Poirot and Marple, woo, legit. But yeah, they're making, um, the plan is to make this series, right, set in Devon, where she grew up. I don't know, like, I don't see it, but, um, I don't know, man, <laughs> that's what they're gonna do, right, young Agatha Christie, seems crazy, but that's what's happening, alright, so there's been stuff going down at, uh, Paramount Plus and Showtime, right, so, uh, the, uh, Halo, the live-action Halo series, that has recently moved over to Paramount Plus, right? So there has been a lot of talk about if it's tying into the games, what they're gonna do with it. And um, the producer, Kiki Wolfkill, ooh, Wolfkill, that's, that's a surname, right? Well, yeah, Kiki has um, recently spoken about the whole thing, right? And this is what was said. 
It's such an interesting needle to thread with beloved characters. How do you give a different perspective on them? How do you make their journey meaningful in a different way while respecting their past journey and things that people love about the journeys they've been on already? It's a constant challenge, sometimes a struggle. There are different burdens that will go onto the TV show than the game carries. So if we can navigate where we have a little bit of freedom to try and explore some different ideas or express a character differently, we try and take those. It's amazing to have these dedicated fan bases and communities, but it's also hard because there are so many diverse perspectives. At some point, you can't satisfy all the voices. You need to have your own voice. So, um, yeah, a little bit of Halo news for you. Now, other news. So, you know, they are doing a The Man Who Fell to Earth TV series, right? This time, Chitawell Elephor will be taking up the lead role. Well, this series has moved from Paramount Plus and will now be on Showtime. Yes. So, um, yeah, there's that news, people. Um, also on Showtime, right? And and Antonin Anton Antonin Anton. The training dude, the training day dude. How do you say Antonio Antonin Farouk? Yeah. Well, anyway, he is um, making a a new series called Shaka, King of the Zulu Nation. Right. So it's an update of the Shaka Zulu story. And how he rose to power, uniting a number of tribes across Africa. So, yeah, they are um, putting that into play, which is interesting, right? I Yeah, I'm surprised. But that's what they're going to be doing. I wonder where they're going to film it, right? Hmm, we will see. Now, in some other news... Right, so um, Mark Webb is um, developing something at Disney Plus. Right, so um, well, he's directing the first two episodes of Just Beyond, which is a horror comedy anthology series. It is written by Seth Graham Smith, who's also show running, and it's going to be eight episodes. Right, so. Um, I think this is it's based on R.L. Steen's graphic novels, right? Um, R.L. Steen, he did some other well-known scary thing, right? Bump in the Dark? I think it was that, right? Bump in the Dark? I don't know. I think so. Now, other news, right? So, um, Atlanta, the hit... FX show, which is now on Disney Plus. Yes. Well, they're doing their third and fourth season back to back, and they're going to Europe, right? So season three, it looks like it's gonna be well. 
they're covering London, Amsterdam, Paris, and then back to Atlanta. So, yeah, supposedly filming is going underway next month. Now, I wonder how does it... Oh, tour. That's it, right? Because I believe they were talking about him going on tour. So that must be it. Alright. That works. Now, with, um, you know, Glover signing his new deal with Amazon... I wonder if this could go further, right? If if there might be fifth, sixth, whatever. Hmm. But I'm just glad we're getting more Atlanta, right? Because that is one great show. So sticking with a Disney. Now, one of their Marvel shows that will be hitting um, Disney Plus is Secret Advent. Secret Invasion Right, so um, We knew that Samuel Jackson Will be reprising His role as Nick Fury And Ben Mandelson Will be back as um, His scroll Talos That appeared in Captain Marvel Well, also They have just signed Kingsley Benadir He will be um, joining the series Now, it said he's going to be a villain But not which villain Right, so yeah, I don't know I don't know I can't think of what other scrolls Were, um, yeah, big ones But yeah, I don't know I think this is going to be an interesting situation Because, you know, the book in in kind of closed so much of the Marvel Universe So, yeah, let's see what happens Okay, so, in some other Disney news, right? So, on FX, right? So, remember, they had the great show Justified, right? Which was... You know, based on an Elmore Leonard short story. Right? Justify was great. Starred Timothy um, Oliphant. And there's talk of a possible reprisal. Reprisal? Renewal? Eh, I don't know. Right, so basically, the team that did Justified, they're coming back, people. Yes, so they are adapting another Leonard short story So this time it's City Primeval, High Noon in Detroit And with the fact that Raylan Givens appeared in a number of Leonard's books There is a thought that, you know, this could be a... uh, Continuation of the justified story And Oliphant may be back I have to say, if it is I am down for that Justified was great So yeah Um, And finally It is um, Yeah, it is said The King of the Hill Ah, King of the Hill might be coming back 
right? I don't know. Well, they did a, a Reddit, right? Ask me anything the other day. And um, it was uh, Brent Forrester, right? And he said, I'm sure Greg Daniels and Mike Judd will murder me for sharing this. But now, let me be clear. Whenever someone says that, it means they've been cleared to say that. <laughs> Because there's non-disclosure contracts and everything. So if this was really a spoiler, they're not saying this. So when someone's like, hey, I shouldn't tell you this, but it means we've been cleared to tell you this. (laughs) But he said, uh, yes, hell yes. They are in hot negotiations to bring back King of the Hill. The Trump administration made it suddenly very relevant again. The characters have all aged 15 years. The project is so good. Okay, I've said too much. You know what I mean? In other words, this is the press release that we're leaking out to people. So, run with it. (laughs) But people, that is it. We are done. Alright, so um, yeah, enjoy yourselves. Remember, we are covering um, the BFI Flare Festival from today to Sunday the 28th of March, right? So enjoy it, go check that out, go check out Chin Check, and our normal echo chamber will be out tomorrow. Alright people, so enjoy, have fun, and um, yeah, see you next Wednesday, alright?